tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Joy 99.7 FM. My name is M90. Always a pleasure to be coming your way with Home Affairs. And let me say a very big thank you to our sponsors. Amasha Partners Limited and IK Yum Vita, a delicious way to grow. Dano Milk, choose tasty milk, choose Dano Milk. Dano Milk, go for it. Onga, Mama's Helping Hand. You are sponsors on Home Affairs and we are grateful to you always for banking on us. Thank you so much to our sponsors. Now, you know that this month we have been talking about breast cancer on all our platforms. Um, We talk about it, but this year I think we have been a bit more involved, especially so on Home Affairs. If you will remember when we started, um, the very first week we spoke to Gina, who is a breast cancer survivor. Then last week, I ended up crying on the radio because we spoke to Gifty. 
oh my god sometimes you wonder how one human being can have so many problems at one given point in time had breast cancer i mean she noticed this in her breast it kept growing everybody says do herbal do herbal the herbal wasn't working but she went on and on and on until eventually eventually when she was going to begin treatment she was told it was at stage four like where the doctors have always told you they don't want it to get to that's where she was but miraculously hmm she survived it up to this point however if you followed through with the conversation you know that she's not out of the woods because after her um, the mastectomy which is you know when they surgically took out the breast she was supposed to do radiation and there was no money like her story you know it there was no money and so she abandoned that and unfortunately the other breast had also started developing some lump in it and last week i broke down i broke down i broke down on air and asked you people to support and i have been amazed at the response just that one announcement we have about twelve thousand cities which is able to support her to some extent. But the challenge with her story right now is um, you, you're unable to say which treatment she's going to get because then she will have to go through the whole process all over again. Um, she was asked to do an ultrasound scan. Thankfully, Sonotech Medical and Diagnostic Center, they gave us some vouchers. We gave it to her, so she's done the scan. It's been reviewed. Most likely, she will have to do a biopsy and some other things then when all of that is done and the treatment is determined then we will know approximately how much all that will cost and everybody who has donated a pessoa somebody sent as little as 51 cities and said adam this is all i have i was so touched somebody sent in 2000 300 500 800 God bless all of you. But hey, for this one girl, we, we may be needing a bit more. And I am sure that next week, I will be able to bring you a bit more details on how her story is panning out. But at this point in time, I want to say thank you and to tell you that continue to do good. And wherever you got it from, God will replace it for you. Now, this is how we'll be wrapping up on the whole Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Doesn't mean that we're done talking about breast cancer because breast cancer doesn't afflict people only in October. You know that, right? It's just October we pay a bit more attention to it. And today we're going to have a conversation with Dr. Grace Bachman. Um, she is the medical director, but I like to say she is the chief servant here at the Sonotech Medical and Diagnostic Center. They have branches in Accra and Sonotech um, and um, West Hills Mall. I'm sure Doc will tell us a bit more about Sonotech before we wrap up. However, let me say good morning to you, Doc, and you're welcome. Hi, Adam. Good morning, and thank you for having me again today. Great. How are you? Um, should I say I'm fine? Um, <laughs> I think just listening to you this morning is already tipping me, you know, into that mood again of just trying to figure out how else we can always keep helping, you know, these people who constantly need our help. Um... I always tell Gina especially that in October it's usually tough on me as well because 
sometimes you really wish you could help so much, but <laughs> you can't. You know, there's 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 a limit to which you can help. And um, sometimes looking at the numerous people who truly truly need help, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, the whole month we're making a lot of noise, and you get to the point where people need the support, and yeah. you can't really fully be there for them. It's it's quite heartbreaking, and I mean I understand what you also went through last week. You know, it's yeah. it's it's tough. It's tough on all of us. <laughs> it's it's tough on all of us. Yeah, but I'm excited to be here again today for us to wrap this whole conversation up. support work you do a lot of let me just say free work how do you find that door um, <laughs> um it's 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 big um we do a lot of support work but as you rightly said when it comes to breast cancer we we consider it as like our biggest csr project for the year um when Sonotech started, initially it was just an ultrasound scan center. Yes, before we, yeah, before we topped up, um, we got to the point of now being a fully registered clinic some years back. And some of the first patients we we saw um, at that time that you know when you're starting something new, um, the patient load is not too much. So there was that kind of strong relationship, you know, bond you know, that we had with the initial patients that we started. And um, one of them really stood out. Um, may her soul rest in peace. Um, so she was coming, you know, normal consultations every time. And not just her, but her whole family. So herself, her husband, the daughter, a six-year-old girl. You know, so one of the times she just brought in the girl, not even for herself, like for her daughter. And she was like, she's just having headaches, you know. So at that point, I was like, oh, maybe just let's take some paracetamol for now and then monitor later on. However, whilst we're talking, whilst we're talking, and she started opening up, not knowing she had breast cancer some year, I think about, she finished the last treatment. She didn't finish the treatment, actually. Like three years before, you know, I met her. And wow. she stopped, defaulted again due to financial reasons. Oh, dear. You know, and I mean, at that point, it's like I was so worried than even she herself. And we had to quickly do a head CT scan. And oh, my God, I was so shocked at what we found. I mean, that day I literally cried because you had been coming to this facility. We are always seeing you. Maybe you come probably a malaria. You come, you are normal. But you never, ever mentioned that you had breast cancer, you were treated some years back and had to default because of... She thought, once oh, I'm not going again no. to the hospital, I mean, I'm just... Just I'll okay. I'll be fine. Just a matter of time, I'll be fine. And that day, I was shocked. I called Dr. Nsafo in Kolebu and just right in front of me, she started having seizures and, you know, at that point, it was... It was, it was too late. Too much. Yeah, it was. Just a few weeks down the line, we lost, we lost her, oh. you know, and not just her. Like at that time, I don't know what was happening. So many people coming in, even they just come in for scans, and we are too worried for the patients. It's like more than they themselves well, are worried, worried for, for themselves. themselves, you know. So then we started um, talking that, see, what can we do to help? Mm. You know, that's that's where this whole thing started. So, what can we do to help? So about eight years ago, we said. 
if we cannot even um, do much, at least we can do the education. That's number one. You know, to disabuse people's minds of all these things. If I don't go to the hospital, then yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay for me to stay home. Some what people, you don't know won't kill I you. Know, That's right? what we say. Yes. Yes. And I think so. We took the education very, very seriously. And I mean, we are more into diagnostics as well. So then we are like, we can do the ultrasounds. We can do the CTs at a discount. We can, you know, support with some investigations. We can, you know, so at the initial stages, we're working very closely with the breast surgery unit at Kolebu, which we still do, mm. you know. So every now and then, I mean, they'll reach out to us, those who cannot afford treatment, um, some of the investigations, ultrasound labs. And that's how come we've built that strong relationship for the past eight years until every single year. Um, and and so far it's been quite fulfilling because there, there's always a change. I mean, at least if someone doesn't pay attention to their breast the whole year, at they least know that month exactly. They know they should look forward to October. And we have people who even call before October this year. What are you guys doing? So this year uh, I'm coming. So you know, so it's like people have put it on their calendar. calendar. And I think. Um, Yes, yeah, so for us, that's 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 how we start. Congratulations! And, yeah, it's it's Thank it's you. a really good job you people are doing because I got a bit involved this year. You know, we create the awareness, we do screenings here at the multimedia group for our team members, and sometimes open it to the public. But I got a bit involved this year, especially so. Also, after we spoke to Gifty last week, um, there's this group. Uh, safe haven for support for cancer yeah. i think you you yeah. were acknowledged at yeah. the place and they, they gave me a call you know um one of the patrons um christine she gave okay. me a call christine latte she gave me a call so and then we went i went with gifty and i was amazed at the number of people who had gone through this survived and people they are supporting and all that and yeah. there's no way you can take yourself out of it because you're a woman yeah. and this Afflicts and afflicts only women, you know, we can only be there to support yeah, each other. Yeah. And so congratulations to, to you and your team Thank for you. the good work you're doing. We should do a bit more. Yeah. We should work together and do a bit more, not only wait for October yeah. and do a bit more. Now, you mentioned directly that a lot more people are, are getting um, involved. Now, I want to find out how has the screening centers been this year because you have quite a number of places you run in school. How has it been? Okay. So, um, I think a few days ago, I was having a discussion with another colleague and um, we we're talking about the fact that it's it's good this year. It looks like so many people have joined in the fight. Mm. I mean, I'll be surprised if anyone is listening and says, I've not heard anything about breast cancer the mm. whole month. That would be quite surprising. I mean, um, there's the talks, people are, um, even at church. Um, so there are so many screening centers this year. Um, for Sonotech to, uh, I think almost every day, we're out somewhere, you know, screening. Um, however, looking at the numbers we screened last year compared to this year, there's been a little dip. Um, I would probably um, push it on the fact that there are so many options in terms of where you can get to screen. Because if I don't get to screen it at probably a center, um, maybe a work, maybe a church, maybe like there are so many, many options places. compared to like last year, compared to last two years. So 
and that way that's a good thing in in itself great however the the part i've been quite worried about is so for instance some um maybe organizations or bodies will probably <clears throat> call on a health team to come do the screening but we need to be careful to put out there that just the mere fact that people are coming and getting screened and we tell them they are okay doesn't mean the story ends there yeah. yes that's one of one of the things i've been i've been worried about because someone will tell you oh maybe there was a screening point probably at this market i went and they checked and they said everything was is fine, fine. For instance, when we did um, our screening last a few last week at Suejo, some of the women actually thought we were coming there with a mammogram and all that's coming to the the, the mammogram there for them. And we're explaining that there's no way you can just move a mammogram from your facility to the place and and do it for them. At at the screening point, what we do is the clinical breast exam. And so either the nurse or a doctor who has been trained would, you know, take you through the steps. Even the best of hands cannot pick up 100% of the lesions. Exactly. Um, Even the best of hands. So even at the screening point, we still emphasize the need for people to go the step further. Mm. And if you are within the age brackets, 40 plus, and you've never done your mammogram, we insist that you still come and do it. If you are less than 40 and you've never ever had a breast ultrasound, we still insist that come in and do it. Because, for instance, if you take a mammogram, it can pick lesions very, very tiny, sometimes three years before they even show, you know, three years before you can even pick it up with your hand. I think the other part is um, still we're also getting a number of people who get screened and they are told to do their mammogram. They, they come go. ask for the cost, even in spite of the discount. They don't come they, back. They don't come back. <laughs> so we were discussing that we need to really call all those who have been screened and have been told to do either the ultrasound or the mammogram. And, you know, we go the step further to interact with them. Is it just because of the cost or like... Why? I mean, you finish the screening, do the mammogram, you ask of the cost, and you don't come back again. You know, these are some of the things we are talking about. So, yeah. like, moving forward, for instance, if there is some support, then we should look at also getting enough support to be doing, like, free mammograms and free scans oh. for people. Because, for me, it's heartbreaking. We'll make a lot of noise. We'll make a come and get screened, come and get screened, and then... You come, you get screened, and then after that, what else? Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. It's not a market registered at the FCA US LLC. Do the mammogram, you cannot pay for it. Do this, you cannot pay for it. Then I'm like, are we really gaining much from the whole awareness creation? The issues are nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Oh yeah. my world. Yeah. And then again, even if you're calling for free mammograms and ultrasound screenings and all that, when I mean, it is it happens that there is something in there, then Biopsy treatment becomes treatments. a problem. Oh my world. Women, we have issues. So, so many. And this is one of the things that we really need all the support. Yeah. Like you're saying, it's it's obvious that um the reason we don't seem to be seeing all the progress we require in this area is funds. It comes down to funds. It comes down to it. Um f- with where you sit. And no, I don't want to put you into any <laughs> trouble, you know. And the deliberations you have with your team members and all that from your own little corner. What do you think we can do about this? Hmm. That's a big question. Yeah. So um, I know when it comes to health, there are so many things on the list. Um, let's start not just from us, but bigger governments. I mean, we have the National Health Insurance, mm-hmm. and I think it's a, it's a brilliant start. Um, it helps to some point. I know some of the initial investigations and all that, even surgery costs, you don't have to pay the full if you're on the National Health Insurance. And recently, um, I'm told some of the chemo drugs have even been put on the National Health Insurance, and that's a good start. Um, well, but I heard that if you go and you need five, they'll give you one. You see, you see all the problems we have with with, with, with it. Um, so if if we can probably advocate for um, a national health insurance, that would be more solid and probably absorb more a cost more. a bit more. Because um, a few weeks back, we had a team coming from the UK um, just for some discussions still on this breast cancer issues, and um, we were told that because of the way the health system is, it's just a matter of you being diagnosed. Almost everything is almost taken everything is, is taken care of. So then now that burden of costs 
is 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 not part of what you are thinking about. Because look at all the people that we spoke to um, during this month, the mental drain, like all that you are going through, and then now you are adding finance to it. But if we are able to expand our national health insurance to absorb some of these things, so go a long way to help. Um, there are some groups, organized groups in the country, like the Teachers Association, that um, I'm told there is a very small levy that they pay. And so if you are diagnosed with a cancer, there is also an, a place that um, one of the private centers that almost every treatment is free. Okay. Yes. So those are some of the things that we can um, explore, like organized associations. It's something small that you might not really feel um, at the end but of the month. Yeah, a lot of know, lives. Yes. And so, um, and you don't expect, if let's say we are taking doctors, let me use doctors as an example, and we are saying every month we are probably contributing one CD of our salary to a fund that would help such that if there is any single doctor who has a cancer, then your treatment will be fully taken care of. You can imagine how far that can go to help. That's, that's something yeah. very laudable. Yeah, but definitely um, a lot of the people too that will be diagnosed will not find themselves in any organized um, profession oh. um, like that. That's how come the National Health Insurance and all those other things come to help. And this month, there's been so many organizations, so many corporate bodies that have also done activities to raise funds to support. Um, I would say that the support shouldn't end in October. You know, it should it should go. The I was in a group, the Breast Society of Ghana, we were just discussing recently that this whole breast cancer awareness campaign should be like every month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it should be every month because the support in the you month get of in October, October is, is quite huge. And so I think one of the things we can explore is if any organization you know, did some form of activity to raise funds or put together some support for either the survivors or, you know, for treatment and all that. It shouldn't be just a one-off thing. Let's not wait for next year, yeah, October. To do it again. Please. We know, we know it's that there are so many things on the line that we all support know, from right? time to time, but um, it shouldn't be just an October thing. Um, the support should be um, something continuous. And the other thing is for us to also discuss the possibility of this free breast screening also not ending in October. In October. So after October, if someone should come to any of our facilities, but that's also big cost, you know. If someone should come in, at least they should have the free breast screening done, you know, as a, as at a least start the clinical point. one. Yes, exactly. Um, at least to start with, you know. So I think these are some of the things we can... Um, put in place. It cannot be 100% mm-hmm. solved, but together we can definitely um, reduce the financial burden on. Should we add it to the regulars? You know, like you go they're checking for sugar, they're checking mm. your blood pressure and all that. If you're a At woman, a certain age as a woman, I think that look, we it should could, add be, it, right? could yeah. be part of it. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I kind of feel after October, um, lots of other things come up. Yeah. And people focus on lots of other things. Um, a lot of people are also looking to raising funds for other sectors and other things. Yeah. And so, um, okay, breast cancer awareness, you people have taken yours. Let's so, move yeah, to something exactly. else, you know. But then I think that we could find ways of 
um, especially so, right? I am a bit concerned about this because um, this lives can be salvaged if it is seen early. So why don't we put in all the measures we can to ensure that these things are being seen early? And then when it is pushing to the issue of costs, we see what we are we able to do able about to, yeah. it as well. Great. There's another aspect of this conversation that we started last week um, with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll bring it back in a bit. But before I go into that, I want to find out from you. Is it, does it present only with the lump? Is that the only way you could be thinking that you may be having, um, you know, uh, breast cancer? Okay, so um, it's definitely not just the lump. Um, but most of the time, you realize the lump is um, the first um, thing that people usually complain of. And even with the lump, it's not any lump at all. Most of the times, it's like a firm, solid um, lump in there that is most of the times not mobile and has very irregular um, surface or edges. However, there are so many things that you can complain about. Remember we said that earlier in the discussion, since it's a cancerous process, once it starts at the very, very early stages, you will not even feel anything. Mm. You know, this reiterates the reason why we are emphasizing that just the clinical breast exam alone doesn't answer. Yeah, Um, because if you are at a stage zero, where the cancer cells have just started in the ducts or in the lobes, at that point, you will not even feel anything. Even if you do the breast self-exam at home or you come and do the clinical, we will not even palpate anything because at a stage zero, it's something really, really tiny that's, that's happening in the breast. However, with time, then you have the, you know, the lump forming. There are so many other changes that would you can look out for when it comes to the breast. So let's take the skin of the breast, for instance. Um, it can, you can just all of a sudden have one breast become bigger than the yeah, other. That. You know, most of the times people, definitely if you look at the breast, there's a slight um, difference when you look at one compared to the other. But if there is a sudden change in the size of one, that you can also um, be of concern. And then even the skin of the breast itself, there can be some discolorations, there can be some rashes, there can be, you know, the nipple as well. Sometimes when you have the lump in the breast, it can pull on the nipple, what we call a nipple retraction. So um, you realize most of the nipples stand out very nicely. I mean, there are a few people who have their nipples pulled in. But um, significantly, what it does is um, if the lump is in the breast, it can just pull on the nipple and then you have that nipple um, retraction. And some people can also complain of the nipple discharge. And when you are not breastfeeding, we are not expecting to see any milk. Um, I mean, there are a few women who would have some serous discharge from the nipple from time to time, but especially when it's like bloody, then it's something of concern. So generally... Isn't it a bit late in time by the time you're seeing that it's bloody? Exactly, most of the times. However, it's not even... Even if it's bloody, we still cannot conclude just by having a bloody nipple discharge because there are other conditions in the breast, especially when it involves the ducts, (coughs) that can also cause 
bloody the discharge. bloody um, discharge. So generally, the thing is, just know your breast. Know how normally it is. Um, and then if there is any slight change, you'll be able to pick it up. So even during the breast health exam, we say, you see the under parts of the breast, especially, uh -huh. especially for those who have their breasts, you know, sagging a little. Like that's also an area you need to pay attention because if there is something there, it can be hiding without you, you knowing. not knowing. The other place that is very important is your axillary region, the armpit area. So when you are, we are saying the lump, it's not even just a lump in the breast. Yes. Some people will just come with just a lump in the axilla because the axillary tail of the breast extends all the, the way all the way into the armpit. So a lot of people can come in just with some, you know, discomfort in the axillary area. And before you go check, it's cancer. It's, it's cancer. So first of all, just know what's how normally that place is. So if there is any slight change you can pick it up sometimes it can just be just a small deformity of the shape you know if there's a lump definitely it might not you know you might lose the fine contour of the breast a little you might see probably a bump somewhere you know <clears throat> maybe a discoloration on the skin so all those tiny changes can point out to uh, okay doc are all these um at the onset of breast cancer because I kind of feel by the time you're noticing that one breast is visibly bigger than the other or noticing a progressive discoloration in the breast or seeing that, um, you know, you have rashes or discharge or blood or something coming out, wouldn't it have, you know, if there's anything, wouldn't it have progressed a little bit? Okay, so, um, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> At the, uh, when we're doing the series, we spoke about different types of breast cancer. So depending on the type of cancer that you have. So for instance, if it's more of an inflammatory um, type of breast cancer, most of the times it's, it starts by being engorged and sometimes painful. Mm. Um, if it's um, the red type, like the Paget's disease of the nipple, it will start with the nipple changes. You know, but usually the common ones, that's the ductile carcinoma in situ and the invasive lobular carcinoma, those ones are the ones that would usually start with um, the tumor and then the lump and then progresses with all the changes. And then remember, we also went through the stages as well. Um, for instance, if you're at a stage three, then we are looking at the skin changes and stage two, stage three, two, we are looking at some of the lymph node involvement. So that's when you can have the lumps in the axilla and all. So yeah, definitely um, you are right. Um, once it's, it's progressing from stage zero, one, two, three, you get to stage four. Then most of the other changes um, are very visible. In, yeah, very, very visible. Okay. So best bet, have the, the screening done regularly so that whatever it is, is picked very early yeah okay and it's pink october on joy 99.7 fm we have been doing this all month and we are wrapping up joy 99.7 fm
Now let me ask you to shine your eyes, Mawini Naho, because cooking is being more fun and enjoyable than ever before while cooking with your favorite Onga spices. There are also loads of gifts to be taken home just like that. Onga brings you Mawini Naho promo. Just shine your eyes and win big. This is Ongalicious. To enter the Shine Your Eyes promo and enjoy all the goodies, one, just pick up together um, 25 promo wrappers of Onga Shrimp Tablet and add 5 promo wrappers of either chicken, beef or stew tablet to it. Then submit them at any of our redemption centers and you will instantly win a gift. You can win up to 100,000 CDs cash. You can win televisions. You can win washing machines, deep freezers, and many more. This is an instant gift. No go come beer. So shine your eyes and start picking the Onga promo wrappers now. This promo started on the 16th of October and it is ending on December 31st. Terms and conditions do apply and remember this advert is FDA approved. And it's a new world of doing business and your business shouldn't be left out. It's time to get a Momo for business today to accept payment from over 15 million Momo customers. All you need is a business registration certificate and your Ghana card. Applying to be MTN Momo merchants has been made simple and fast. You just have to dial star 5051 hash and follow the prompts or apply online at momomerchantapplication.mtn.com.gh you receive a reference number which you can use to track your application so don't get caught waiting enjoy secure transactions and convenient transactions for your business with mtn momo today note that the application is free do not pay any money to anyone for a merchant payment solution report any fraudulent charges using the momo app available on play store and app store young vita infant cereal with milk is fortified with nutri v which contains 16 essential vitamins and minerals including zinc iron and calcium to aid in the healthy growth of your baby it comes in three delicious flavors maize and wheat rice and wheat variants and it also comes in three unique pack sizes 50 gram 400 gram tea and 350 gram block bottom pouch get the pack size that best suits your family needs yum vita a delicious way to grow so doc now we moved on to a certain important aspect of this conversation last week and i want us to talk about it again how is it that quite often than not the first approach is let's go and get herbs <laughs> i so i asked you last week and i want us to stress it a little bit first question number one has it been proven in any way has anybody or do you people know of anybody that has gotten like healed of breast cancer because they were applying cabbage or drinking something <laughs> definitely no um so how loud can we make this sometimes i don't know i get surprised myself because you realize all the i think the gina that was the story miriam cabbage that was that that was also you know the story with all the delays and what people said but i think it's it's usually because of the people we probably listen to and trust in the society because all the people who applied someone said Mm -hmm. someone said someone said so 
people around us when it comes to the role this herbal thing plays is, is very, very important. Someone is telling us, let's use this concussion. I think it's not even just breast cancer. You know, a lot of other, you know, medical conditions. Someone is telling you, do this. Someone is telling you, drink this. Someone is telling... And, and most of the times, the people telling us um, to use all those things don't even have any success story to show us. You know, so why do we trust so much in them rather than um, coming to the hospital to follow the due process and then make sure we are well. Sometimes I tend to still think of the financial implication because Miriam too, that was the same thing when she was told to go to someone for some hair bath uh, or something. All the way in Cape Coast. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, she left her car all the way, went to Cape Coast. And, you know, till she saw another person that the same thing was given to another person died, that's when she came to her senses. So my, my, what I'm thinking is, is it because they, they feel the hair bow is an easy route to reduce the financial burden? Because, you know, when you enter the hospital, maybe you start with laughs. Maybe the hair bow people, they don't do laughs at all. <laughs> they don't do laughs and all, all, all those things. But... I think it's important we, we, we drum this home. We've not seen any single case that herbal treatment has been able to cure. None. All it does is it actually just worsens and makes you know, things really, really bad. Because first of all, you are delaying. Maybe at the time you started a herbal, probably you were at a very early stage that you know, a lot could have been done to save the breast. Remember that it's not just the delaying, but you also making the whole thing, you know, worse. And even increasing your financial burden. Because at your stage zero, probably you'd have done maybe just surgery alone, and you'll be fine. Even the surgery, probably you wouldn't have to take everything. You didn't do a mastectomy. Probably you do a breast conservation therapy. Now you wait, you apply all those things, then you come in at a stage three, stage four. Now the same financial cost you were running away from, it has tripled or quadrupled. You know, so I think um, let's start seeing some of these things that way. Not just that, but it makes, sometimes the things they apply, it actually makes, I've seen one, um, it was so bad, you know, it actually gets infected. You have breast cancer and there's like, you are, you are infecting the whole area again. You know, so it's it's like we are killing ourselves slowly when we resort to all these <clears throat> herbal concoctions and and all that. And let's whoever is listening, let's be mindful of you know these things and especially what we tell people around us. If you have not seen anyone go through this with a concoction and has come out, you know, healed or cured, why would you recommend it to someone else? And why are we also tending to believe so much in what people are telling us rather than having trust in our healthcare system? At least breast cancer is not one of those things who say we don't know what to do about. You know, science has progressed. We, we definitely know treatment options. There are so many success stories. That's why this, this month I'm excited that lots of survivors have, are talking. Yeah, are talking. Uh, a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. And yeah, that's one aspect of the whole um, campaign I've been excited about because I think the more we do that, it's, 
increases people's confidence in our healthcare system. Yeah. So if Gina has come, who is 30-something years and is sharing her story, I had it and now I'm fine. Next time someone listening has any changes in their breast, the person would, to some extent, have some trust and come to the nearest healthcare facility rather than resorting to some herbal medication. So I want to say kudos to all the survivors that have come out to share their stories. And um, I think year in and year out, it, it really goes a long way to... To create the awareness. Yeah, and create to create the awareness, yeah. More confident. Yeah. So there is a Ghana Medical and Dental Association, right? Mm-hmm. That's the governing body. Yeah. Do you guys have any relationship with the Herbal Medicine Association or I think so, definitely. Um, but some of these herbal things now, some of these institutions, I know there's a whole, I, the Ghana Health Center, there's a whole body, yeah, there's a whole body trying to regulate um, some of the things. I know there are lots of people in the system who are not doing the right thing, but at that level, I want to believe that conversations can be had mm-hmm. so that they also step in from their side to let people know that for some of the ailments, that yeah. is not the route to go. Yeah. You know. So I mean just throwing it out there for the people who are the helm of affairs mm-hmm. to consider having some of these conversations so that a lot more awareness because it's interesting, um, Doc, that the ladies that we have spoken to on I mean, mm-hmm. you've been on the show, we've spoken to all of them are educated. Yeah. These are not like people who are <laughs> yeah, yeah. illiterate or people who are not literate. They are all educated, you know. And it is after they have done the herbal for a bit that they are not seeing any improvement that mm-hmm. they begin to read around it and then realize that oh, it could be something else. Yeah. You know. In the in the case of Gifty, even though she wanted to go to the hospital, her her brothers, she said her brothers said no, she should do the herbal medicine. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they can afford and that's what they believe in. And so they kept pushing her, pushing her. I think the point she said she ran away was when they changed to another herbal person mm-hmm. who says he is um, a spiritualist and a pastor and all that, but always wanted to meet them by the roadside and hand over the medicine to them. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know, she sometimes when you hear these things, you think it's, it's far away, you think it's not happening here, but you, you'll be shocked. Yes, that's how she became alarmed and said, ah, why wouldn't we come to your church or yeah. your shrine or wherever it is, but you want us to meet at the roadside. So they gave her the medicine. She refused to take it. Her family insisted she did, and that's how she ran away from home mm-hmm. until um, she met a pastor somewhere who started helping her with prayer and advised that, no, I am praying, but you have yeah. to go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But he also didn't have the means, but he tried to introduce her to another person who tried to raise some funds, and then so she had to hide mm-hmm. to do the mastectomy. Wow. Yes. Her story is very bad. She had to hide. And after the surgery, when she called home and told them that she had had surgery, one of them said, I never want to see your face again or talk to you again. Yes. Wow. Those are the points that I go Mm -hmm. crying. That even at this point that, you know... um, Just the fact that she's taking that bold step step, to have the surgery. She's not listening and all that, you know. And the other side also is how this impacts families. 
you've heard stories about people's husbands and fiancés abandoning them because you have yeah. breast cancer and all that. So the issues around it sometimes don't end up resting with just the person who is suffering, yeah. but then it yeah. goes to affect yeah. the whole family, and that's why we need to pay attention to. The other aspect that I want us to have a conversation quickly about is also the part about the, the fear Mm -hmm. and the living in denial how should we handle that moving forward because i am gathering this information mm -hmm. from you so that we know how we are strategizing going into the next phase of creating the awareness so you know where the problems mm -hmm. are and how to move into them people are afraid and people are living in denial for instance the lady's story you shared mm -hmm. with us why didn't she trust you enough or early enough mm -hmm. to share with you? What was she afraid of? Was she living in denial? Um, how do we deal with that aspect of this whole thing? Mm -hmm. That's 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 a, a big one, and that's usually um, you know most of the situations. That's the case where um, people are diagnosed and. They are like, I mean, if I don't come, <clears throat> I'm just home and maybe some miracle will happen and let them vanish. Um, you know, sometimes it's difficult to understand why people are in denial and why the fear. But then again, with all this education that we're doing, um, I think we'll go a long way to help. Um, not just doing it here in Accra, but also making sure we get to the grassroots you know, letting people understand the whole story of breast cancer. Not as we as we have realized, the whole society, the whole community has a role to play. Cause even if the person in question is confident, there's someone in the family that, you know, would have some fear and probably project it on the one who is probably has been diagnosed. And I think one thing we can also do is that once we are getting more survivors coming out to share their stories, it goes a long way to reduce the, you know, the fear that people have. Because if in our society, at least I know someone, I know two people, three people who have had breast cancer and have survived, then if I have a, an issue with the breast, I know it's not a death sentence. And um, there was another case where, um, like it was a colleague, the mom also had breast cancer, but the mom didn't want to also go to the hospital because she had a sister who had breast cancer some years back, maybe like 15 plus years back, and she passed on. And the story was that she was even fine till she went to the hospital. Immediately they did a surgery, then she passed on. So sometimes there are these negative stories that circulate that makes people, you know, fear and make people want to stay home when... Um, they find themselves in this situation. So there is, there is that need for us to just continue talking about it, continue using our survivors as a, you know, point in the whole education so that people will see for themselves that there are so many people that are surviving. So if you have it, it's like, let's say malaria. If you have malaria, I mean, how many people have you seen die of malaria? You know, so the more it becomes evident that breast cancer is not a death sentence, then the more people will become confident and the fear would go down. And we can all, only achieve that by also making sure that people are diagnosed early. Mm. You know, so it's like a vicious cycle, it goes round. 
people are diagnosed early mm -hmm. we get a lot of people who have survived they join in the whole advocacy process they are examples to the whole community and then that's the only way we can reduce the fear because i think the fear is fear of death mm -hmm. um fear of some people losing their breasts some people fear of even the hair yeah but you know some of these things we say it will you know it's just a matter of time we'll come back yeah sure so um the fear is it's is several reasons so if it's death then now you've seen so many people who have survived so if in your lifetime you are diagnosed of breast cancer the first thing you think about is not death the first thing you think about is let me hurry up and go so that i will be cured and then the other thing is um the losing of the breast the information should be out there that if it's early again you don't have to lose the breast mm. you know even if you lose it now you there's reconstruction there is so many things so there are a number of people working out and you think they've probably lost the breast but it can be reconstructed you can use prosthesis you can use other things you know but then you have your life as well you have your life to yeah. live you know so yeah. ah, we cannot talk about breast cancer and its impact on women on the family and on the society enough we cannot talk about it enough yum vita infant cereal with milk is fortified with nutri v which contains 16 essential vitamins and minerals including zinc iron and calcium to aid in the healthy growth of your baby it comes in three delicious flavors maize and wheat rice and wheat variants and it also comes in three unique pack sizes 50 gram 400 gram tea and 350 gram block bottom pouch get the pack size that best suits your family needs yum vita a delicious way to grow we'll take a short break we will be right back Sixteen essential vitamins and minerals, including zinc, calcium, and iron, for your baby's healthy growth. Young Vita, a delicious way to grow. This advert is FDA approved. You bought a new flat screen TV. My sister, Maweninda Ho. Uh. Hey, and I wash your machine too. Yeah, Maweninda Ho. It's remaining a deep freezer. Hey, where the Amadwa? Show me the way. Show me the way. Enter the Ongalicious Maweninda Ho promo, and you too can win big. There's up to 1 million Ghana cities in cash and other prizes to dash. Submit 25 Onga promo wrappers of shrimp tablet and five of any other variant at any of our designated centers, and you will win prizes. Instantly, no Konebra Simbia. Promo runs from October 16 to December 31st, 2023. Terms and conditions apply. This advert is FDA approved. Onga, Mama's helping hand. When you want to eat, just Momo it. Tired of the long queues in the supermarket? Pay with Momo. When you really want that beautiful new blouse, just Momo it. When you want to get a trim and get fresh to impress you know who, just Momo it. When you need to pay your utility bills and domestic staff, Shani Momo. When you want to send love to the family back home, send some Momo. Join the millions of MTN Momo users all over Ghana and live
live life the brighter way. So just momo it. MTN. When I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth with Kel Chaco toothpaste. This gives me confidence all day. Anytime you meet Ama, don't be surprised I smile showing my beautiful white teeth. Because I don't have cavity. Thanks to Kel Chaco toothpaste for its natural charcoal properties. In fact, we are like twins. I can't go without my Kel Chaco toothpaste. That'd be why I the use Kel Chaco toothpaste morning and night when I go bed self. It'll make my teeth white when it come out every scent from my mouth inside. My Confidence level they go up, so I they show my teddy tooth it all. Introducing the Kel Charcoal Toothpaste, formulated with activated bamboo charcoal powder, ensures whiter teeth and removes bad breath. The strong natural property of the activated bamboo charcoal removes bacteria, absorbs surface stains on our teeth caused by coffee, wines, and tobacco. Welcome, Kel Charcoal Toothpaste. Kel Charcoal Toothpaste. Sankofa Yenti. Kel, happy smile. This advert is FDA approved. Thank you all very much for staying tuned in. If you're just joining us, right, we have been wrapping up on our Breast Cancer Awareness Month with Dr. Grace Backman. We all need to rise up and help with the fight against breast cancer. I know the doctors have said several times that you really can't tell um, how some of the cancers come about, you know, and all that. But I want to, you know, shoot my shot, right? (laughs) Are there ways that women can practice prevention? Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a big one. I wish we could say that do A, B, or C, and you will not get breast cancer in your entire life. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, when it comes to breast cancer, we usually talk about risk factors, not cause. So the risk factors are things that you have that increases your lifetime, the possibility of you getting um, breast cancer. So there are some documented risk factors and some of them we have control over to a large extent. However, most of them we do not have control over. Mm. For instance, you being a woman, once you're a woman, you have the breast, you are increasing in age, there is that possibility of you getting breast cancer in your lifetime. So you see, unfortunately, no one is exempted. And then in the past, too, we used to say, oh, maybe those who have the genetic predisposition, they are the ones that are at an even increased risk. But we realize it's just about 5 to 10% of the, yes, of those that, of the cancer cases that are genetically related. And for a large percentage of people too, you go through all these risk factors and they usually don't have any. Mostly it's just because the person's a woman and the mm. person has breast. So it's not all the numerous risk factors that we list that if you have this, it increases your risk. If you um, late menopause, early menarche, all those things we rattle, we go through your history and none of them. So when it comes to prevention, I'm always careful to say that we are not necessarily communicating that do a, B, or to C prevent it. Uh, to prevent it. Yeah. There's really, unfortunately, nothing like that. But at least we know that generally, if you have some healthy lifestyle practices, it reduces your lifetime risk. 
So for instance, we realize generally um, making sure you are in a healthy waist range okay. as you are growing and even in your menopause because some fat cells can be converted to estrogen and increase your risk of getting breast cancer. When you're in your menopause. Yes, especially when you're in your menopause. So, because um, the fat cells at that stage has the possibility of being converted to estrogen. And we already discussed the effect of estrogen on the breast cells. Huh. It's increasing the possibility of breast cancer. Just so, because we're a woman. Just because you're a woman. <laughs> the other thing is mm. reduction or stopping smoking. I mean, that one okay. is not just breast cancer. Several other cancers okay. when it comes to smoking and like alcohol intake, reducing it. And especially those who also take hormone replacement therapy. Then again, in your postmenopausal period, um, you know, a lot of discussions have to go on to decide on how long you have to take it, how much you need and all that. Because long exposure of hormone replacement therapy can also, you know, increase your your risk of getting breast cancer. So generally, what you can do is, is, is very little. Would no, hold on. No. <laughs> what you can do is very little. I will remember that. When you say hormone replacement therapies, is it in the cases of, say, PCOS and all of those other ones? No. 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 Okay. So um, you realize that when you hit your menopause, mm -hmm. all the menopausal symptoms that you have are because of a rapid decline in, for instance, your estrogen levels. Okay. And some women get to the point where they cannot tolerate it's some of the more. symptoms. So then you are given, like, exogenous hormones mm, mm, <clears throat> to help mm, you mm. in your postmenopausal period mm. so that the symptoms can be a little more tolerable wow. and so you may like be curing one problem problem and, and then inviting the exactly, other exactly yeah. you know so a lot of discussions have to go on to decide on you know what is best for you but is this only when you are in your most of the time during menopause yeah, yeah during menopause okay a lot of women have lost their husbands not to death you know lost them because they have run away because the women are dealing with breast cancers but what's the role of the men in all of this doc what should our men be doing okay um i think the role of men even starts from the point where we want to push for early detection um i've seen a number of women come just because probably their partners you know you know picked up some change in the breast and yeah. told them to um, go to the hospital so that's even a good start point nice yes so if if you pick up something please don't tell your partner to go and use some herbal concoction <laughs> or you know go somewhere else that's a, a a correct start point to encourage your partner to go for for the checkup and then now it comes to the point where the person has to go through all this diagnosis and you know investigations and all that i usually say that sometimes if you have someone in your circles who is very close and you know the person is unwell the toll it has on you mm -hmm. it can even be more than the person that's true you know it's it's even a mother and a son or a mother and a child relationship you can imagine so a partner um seeing the um, wife or the girlfriend or someone else go through that sometimes we underestimate the effect that it has on them as well but during that period I think we should the men should try and be a little more supportive for instance in Miriam's case I think that she said she lost the boyfriend at the last stage of chemo yes and um, when the person saw that she had lost the hair said she was looking there was and some he, i mean he lost he lost his desire for her yeah and you say it to her face yes. that's like i could 
I can't even imagine that even on a normal day without you going through that to hear s- such you know a statement from your partner you can imagine the effect so it's like you're adding on to the person's mental health issues as yeah. well yeah. yeah so in those stages as difficult as it can be for our partners as well i think we should be mindful of the words um that we use for those going through treatment um the least we can do is to you know say some nice things to them you know encourage them um just reassure them that you are with them even throughout the process yeah. because already especially with the young people they are already scared of losing you mm. you know so if you you know give any sign that there's a possibility of losing you just because of what you are going through uh, you can imagine the, the, the effects that the it would trauma. have. Yeah, the trauma that it would have on them. And then even in the treatment, sometimes, as you said, it affects um, libido and all that, you know. It's 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 quite difficult, but let, let, let's try. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of these things, you cannot, you, you, you don't know how else to say it, but um, we will not hide from the fact that it's it's difficult. It is difficult. It's it's, it's 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 it can be difficult, you know. But I think with discussions, um, there can always be a way a way around it. For Jean, I think she mentioned that um, the husband will usually not talk about those things. So I think it's it's also relative, depending on who your partner is, um, and see how best you can um, go all out to, to support. But then again, most of the people who are going through breast cancer treatment or that they come out even better if they have that strong support support you know aside they're leaning on usually their god or you know a higher force that strong support especially from the partners it makes a whole big difference in, in their outcome i i i can't agree less because at that point you know a lot of people see cancer treatment also as a 50 50 chance you're going through it you're not sure whether it will work for you yeah. or not because they know people who have gone through the treatment and have still lost their lives so the person always has a death scare mm-hmm. on their minds already the person is looking at herself in the mirror and realizing that i do not look like i used to look they can't go places yeah. Um, I, you hear about the chemo drugs and how sometimes weak it makes you feel, and and on your own you're going you're battling a lot mentally and still trying to be positive, yeah. still trying to be okay, and then this one person hmm. who's supposed to open their arms to hug you to tell you I am here for you, who was the person who told us the story? It was Gina who told us the mm-hmm. story about this man who says. He, he, he told the wife that I know you're going to die and yeah. because I love you so much I want you to see how I will mourn you when you're yeah. not here yeah. and so yeah. the woman is in the house and you're playing dirges yeah. and can you're you wearing imagine? black can you imagine I don't, I don't know how some people reason but that's very inhumane and those are the things we don't want you to do yeah. to our women who are dealing with this thing that already gives you a death care every day. Every day you, you have cancer, you wake up every day, you are alive. You have a different level of gratitude. Yeah. And you are supposed to be 
um, the support and system. And you know, even even for those who have survived, the other time I was just talking to Gina. For instance, if let's say I am coughing now, I'm just there's no way I'm thinking there's anything to worry about. But you can imagine someone like mm. Gina coughing. Mm. So you are thinking about all the possibilities. What if it's a recurrence? What if it's a mess that was missed? What if if you have probably some small headache? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would just probably take a paracetamol. But if you are a survivor and you're having a headache, you're already worried. So the support is not even at the end of treatment. It's like... <laughs> Lifetime. It's like, yeah, because it's, it's really tough on them. You know, it's that, that's why I really appreciate those who are coming out to share their stories because it's, it's a daily struggle. It's a, it's a daily battle. And this is part of the for better, for worse, you see. Yeah. When the breast was in shape and it was good and everything, you were nibbling, you were sucking on <laughs> it, you were playing with it, you fight with baby over it. Now that there is problem, you want to abandon. We will not agree. You stay with it, make sure she's well, and what is left of it, you still appreciate it and thank God for life. Doc... It's been a very wonderful conversation, but we're not gone yet. I will be back to take your very final words before we go. But while we are at it, Yum Vita Infant Cereal with Milk is fortified with Nutri-V and it contains 16 essential vitamins and minerals, including zinc, iron, calcium, and all of this will aid in the healthy growth of your baby. It comes in three delicious flavors. Talk about the maize and the wheat, the rice and wheat variants. And it also comes in three unique pack sizes, the 50 gram, the 400 gram tea, and the 350 gram block bottom pouch. Get the pack size that best suits your family needs. Yum Vita, a delicious way to grow. Now, let me tell you this. Then reach your breakfast with the nourishing goodness of Dano Milk Cool Cow Instant Powdered Milk. The rich taste of Dano Milk makes a perfect combination with your tea, your oats, your cocoa, and others. And it gives you that great tasting breakfast you've always desired. Dano Milk Cool Cow is fortified with vitamin A and is also a good source of protein and nutrients such as vitamin B12 and iodine to help keep you nourished and strong always. Dano Milk is affordable and in a shop near you. Choose Dano Milk today for your nourishment and build your strength every day. Dano Milk, go for it. Remember, this advert is FDA approved. Now let me ask you to shine your eyes, Mawinin Naho, because cooking is being more fun and enjoyable than ever before. While cooking with your favorite Onga spices, there are also loads of gifts to be taken home just like that. Onga brings you Mawinin Naho promo. Just shine your eyes and win big. This is Ongalicious. To enter the Shine Your Eyes promo and enjoy all the goodies, one, just pick up together um, 25 promo wrappers of Onga Shrimp Tablet and add five promo wrappers of either chicken, beef, or stew tablet to it. Then submit them at any of our redemption centers and you will instantly win a gift. You can win up to 100,000 CDs cash. You can win televisions. You can win washing machines, deep freezers, and many more. This is an instant gift. No go cambia. So shine your eyes and start picking the Onga promo wrappers now. This promo started on the 16th of October and it is ending 
on December 31st. Terms and conditions do apply and remember this advert is FDA approved and it's a new world of doing business and your business shouldn't be left out. It's time to get a Momo for business today to accept payment from over 15 million Momo customers. All you need is a business registration certificate and your Ghana card. Applying to be MTN Momo merchants has been made simple and fast. You just have to dial star 5051 hash and follow the prompts or apply online at momomerchantapplication.mtn.com.gh you receive a reference number which you can use to track your application so don't get caught waiting enjoy secure transactions and convenient transactions for your business with mtn momo today note that the application is free do not pay any money to anyone for a merchant payment solution report any fraudulent charges using the momo app available on play store and app store and let me say a very big thank you to our sponsors amasha partners limited and i care yum vita a delicious way to grow dano milk choose tasty milk choose dano milk dano milk go for it Onga, mom is helping hand. You are sponsors on Home Affairs, and we are grateful to you always for banking on us. Thank you so much to our sponsors. And like I said last week, we're hoping that this year you will bring us some packages to celebrate Christmas with our audiences. With Doc, we'll take your final words. Okay, so um, <clears throat> first of all, let me say a big thank you again to Team Joy for. Um, I mean, all this investment you have made in the whole breast cancer awareness campaign, and I believe it's definitely gone a long way to help um, increase the awareness, and it's definitely also gone a long way to increase the number of people that we are seeing come to get screened. Um, to end, I would say breast cancer is not a death sentence, and we can definitely win the fight against breast cancer by, first of all, making sure that we have a lot more people come and get screened, not just get screened, but make sure that they are diagnosed early, not just diagnosed early, also make sure that treatment starts early and also make sure that not just having people start treatment, but also complete treatment. That's only the way we can help fight against breast cancer and get more people surviving. I would also want to end by saying that the fight against breast cancer is not just for one group or one organization. Like this month, I've seen so many people doing several things. There is a need for all of us to come together and fight with a solid front. Sometimes I feel that, that like duplication of the efforts, you know, so many groups doing so many things, but I feel we have a stronger chance at winning the fight if we all come together and give that, you know, solid front um, and help get more people get screened um, and also reach a helping, give a helping hand to the numerous survivors that we have. Thank you very much, Doc. Um, Dr. Grace Bachman is the medical director at Sonotech Medical and Diagnostic Center. And they have been in the thick of things when it comes to fighting breast cancer. And this year, we partnered them to bring you all the awareness that's needed to be brought 
to our doorsteps and we want to say thank you you have also invested a lot um all the screenings that you have done across the country um brought us very beautiful pink october t-shirts uh joy fm sonotech and all the vouchers you know that we had to give people mammogram vouchers ultrasound scan vouchers and all that we also want to say thank you and we look forward to doing more on this thank you very much and next week definitely i'll bring you progress report on gifty and where we are with you know her situation but once again i'd like to say thank you and if you would want to make any donations towards any of these it's zero five nine two eight eight nine nine eight seven zero five nine two eight eight nine nine eight seven we will need a lot of support doesn't matter how much you have no amount is little we appreciate it and like we said if it happens that we have enough and we can give miriam also some we will send some over to her but thank you all very much for doing the listening my name is adam night day thank you to the team who has been working very hard in the background to ensure that you enjoy home affairs every saturday morning 6 15 through to 7 30. we're out next week we come your way again thank you and bye-bye